What's up, people? This is your boy D with the View from LA podcast. Welcome back to my current listeners and to my new listeners. Welcome aboard and welcome to the show. Come on in to my virtual living room, have a seat, and enjoy the show. We've got another great episode for you. And in this case, it is season three, episode five, the end of the line for this season. In my last podcast, I talked about how we arrived at this situation. So if you want to know how we arrived at so many short, such short episodes, go back into the last one and you will come to know why we got to where we got. But anyway, this one is just a recap on the year that was 2021. What did we see? First of all, happy new year to everybody. I hope everybody's new year went great. Hope it went nice. If you had a quiet one, I hope you enjoyed the quietness. If it was full of fun and adventure and good times, uh, I hope you enjoyed yourself. But anyway, I digress. So, in 2021, what did we see? Look, we thought 2020 was wild. Well, 2021 said, guess what? I'm going to top that shit. Excuse my language, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, if it was a poker table, 2020 laid all of his cards on the table with a straight flush, pushed in more chips as all the other players all echoing, and I ain't got nothing. All of them had losing hands, so they just laid all their cards on the table. You know how poker goes when everybody just, you know, just lays their stuff in because they have no other cards to play, so they can try to win at the hand that they're dealing. Or that they got, right? I don't really understand poker like that from what I've come to understand about it. That's kind of how it works. Feel free to uh, let me know if it's more complex. I'm sure it's more complex than that, so... You could just uh, hit me on Instagram if you choose to message me about that. All right. So next, 2020 lays all his cards on the table, pushes more chips in, lays down a royal flush, and boom, his winners takes all. What did we see in 2021? We got rid of Trump. We got a POTUS that was a little bit better. Many thought he was the lesser of two evils. I'm not saying that myself. That was just a noticeable sentiment amongst everyone. But he gave us all kind of stimulus paper. Up until September, then he cut it off. Or Congress cut it off. Or did he cut it off? Could have been a combination of both parties. Just like... If you want to do more, Biden, you're going to have to cut that off. So, but in, the, in in getting all that money, we saw a lot of people abuse the system. Businesses, both large and a lot of small businesses and also individual people trying to finesse the system so they can get more money. And a lot of people were getting caught. There was a lot of uh, EDD scams and all this kind of crazy stuff. Just people had stuff arrived, uh, letters from from EDD arriving at their houses on a constantly. And I'm like, what's this? 
I don't know how people were sending that stuff to their house and not being able to claim all of that, all that letter, all of those letters from EDD trying to get money, but a lot, but I remember coming across one customer that I was dealing with in their vehicle. They had about 15 cards and I was like, wow. So, you know, it was just everybody just hustling. A lot of people just hustling the system. But for those who legitimately received it, or if you didn't legitimately receive it, I hope you just would think. There's a lot of people just spending it crazy. But I hope a lot of you either save or invested it. I know I tried to put it to good use when it was my turn. If I knew better earlier, I would have loaded my investment account and made bigger stock option plays. That's what I would have did. Smiley face, smiley face. But it would be, it. but with the stock market, it would be say, it would be fair to say, I didn't know as much as I do now. And I learned a lot at the end. And I hope to be sitting pretty by the end of 2022 or sooner. So, with that, I think I did pretty decent for a first time beginner in in trading and options and crypto and all that kind of stuff. But in lieu of that, COVID was running wild. The emergence of the vaccine heroes creating creating warp speed and barely tested clinical solutions, Johnson & Johnson. Pfizer, Moderna, Merck, and a few others to save us from this COVID situation. However, some of these drugs they were creating would create starting start manifested bad reactions in a lot of people who took it from adults to children. And I'm sure they was like, oops, did we jump the clinical trial hurdles correctly just to get it to market? Probably so is what I'm thinking. Just my own personal opinion on that. But again, in giving you the drug, had everybody thinking, oh, it's supposed to be a cure. No, it's just another of what you would call a preventative measure. It doesn't make you it makes you kind of immune, but I think you're immune to the the harsh side effects of COVID, including not letting you get your body just breaks down so bad that you die from it. So, you know, they were saying, hey, you might get sick, but you just won't die from it. What? What? Plus, there, and this is this is fascinating too that their stocks had gone up like crazy. Pfizer made billions of dollars off of the vaccine. So, I guess that move was cool, right? Hell, I even I, I even I even made did made some money off of their stock option plays. 
can't let them have all the fun making paper. You got to get a proper ROI or in financial circles called the return on investment. With all the vaccines the states and the municipalities had purchased, they said, hey, to go anywhere, you got to get vaxxed. Plus, we're working on a booster shot we want to give you, too. So this, the governments and the cities and in the states, they they had spent all this money on this vaccine because I'm sure Pfizer and all these other guys weren't giving it away for free. It costs money to make that kind of stuff. So in order for the municipalities, the governments, and it's federal and state, to get their money back, hey, public schools, private colleges, movies, restaurants, gyms, sports venues, anywhere that you would gather for a specific concert venue, specific events, you gotta be vaxxed. And oh yeah, gotta keep your mask on too. A lot of people thought, hey, I'm vaxxed, I don't need my mask on. No, we want you to keep your mask on too. But also take the vaccine. So there was a mad, there's been a constant mad campaign to get vaccinated and for good reason but what kind of sucks is we can't take off our masks and I dealt with the mask for quite a while but I am somewhat irritated with it when I talk to people I can't I have to pull the mask away so I I they can clearly hear my voice and it doesn't sound muffled like there is a hand over my mouth because you know you want to get out you can't you 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 can't stay cooped up in the house forever got to get out got to enjoy yourself got to get some air you got to just see something different than the environment you're in i'm for me i'm kind of an introvert extrovert kind of person i think that i am that i can go out and have a good time enjoy myself or i can just kick up my feet at home and just be relaxed I can do either or it doesn't matter. I guess that I guess that would make me introverted, outroverted type of person. Taking them both that enjoys both sides of those things. I can be a complete piece of myself all by myself or I can be around family and friends and enjoy their company, too. I kind of like it that way. I'm just not one way. Um. I don't know. I work. I work both sides, and it works. It works for me. May not work for everybody, else, but it works for me. So, in that getting outside, maybe somewhat some people, I would call them idiots, got a bright idea to go and see, go to U.S. Capitol and and assault and stage an assault on the U.S. Capitol. Now, protesting is never a bad thing. Going to picket and speak up for what you believe in, because you we all have that right, freedom of speech, and say what you gotta say, and let your voice be heard, is a good thing, but not when it results in trying to look like it's you're trying to overthrow the government or do things where people, uh, where a lot of people would lose their lives and have lost their lives 
and many of these oppressors were tracked down thank god and brought to justice i'm sure there's still more a lot more out there that they're trying the government's trying to track down but they caught a lot of people and people suffered on both sides of that some of the, the oppressors and the people who were defending the capital you lucky they wasn't really really in military mode where they just went ahead and just did what they needed to do to take down people trying to attack with anything with anything if you go if someone goes and tries to attack a government guess what they got lethal force they got the right to do so they got lethal force on the side because you are at that point i would think you're a threat to national security right okay so with all means at their disposal they got i would think they got the green light to do what they need to do to stop the aggressive actions of those trying to in some shape way or form take over part of the government so and like look like in 2020 we saw racism and this mirror of ugliness hold up held up and was exposed many citizens of america and the world they threw punches back and demanded accountability because the realization was that we're all are not different and that happened with the with the deaths of george floyd and different things like that going on ahmaud aubrey all of these different people that were that i felt that were victims of racism uh there's a young lady. I don't really want to forget her name. I can't even think of her name right now. It's so, so silly. That it's right on the tip of my tongue, too. But, yeah, that young, that poor young lady that, that passed away in her apartment at, you know, victims of police violence or brutality, you know, or an overuse of force. I guess we could say that that resulted in her death when they were looking for somebody else they weren't looking for her and Breonna Taylor Breonna Taylor may she rest in peace I don't want to disrespect anybody that might be listening to that about her so I'm sorry I, I her name escaped me at the moment but I'm glad I got it back in my brain so and 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 other people that have been victims of racism and police brutality and different things like that. But in 2021, individual responsible for the death of George Floyd and Ahmaud Aubrey and some other pe- and few others were brought to justice. And it had us feeling like justice was really getting served and accomplished. But yet it still manifested the rise of the Karens. For some reason, flexed a retarded sense of the girl next door entitlement from the streets to the sports arenas. We also we also saw Jewish hate, Middle Eastern hate, Asian hate crimes, and more bold acts of racial craziness. We also saw OnlyFans becoming a cash cow for many, even if it meant a mom compromising and attempting to tightrope her faith versus a financial need in exchange for a cash payday. Because we all know the more risque and provocative you are 
on OnlyFans, the more money you, the more people you're going to draw, the more money you're going to make. Can't understand why, in the age of free sites, that someone would actually go and pay to see some type of action or fetish that they're into. A lot of uh, these young ladies on IG, they have OnlyFans sites. Can't understand why someone's paying for that. I, I can't. I'm sorry. There are people who have don't mind paying. Hey, shout out to you. More power to you, bro. Or girl. But I just can't see every month some money being exited from my account into their account to pay them to look at them. And technically, if you low key, if you go on Google, if you Google their name and Google videos or photos, they will pop up and you will see all you need to see. And the internet just beautiful. It's just like you got that core group of individuals that will go on these sites and will extract pictures and information and put it out there or maybe they're part of I guess different other websites that extract like you know what this needs to be free we're not we're not paying for this y'all shouldn't pay for this go ahead and go ahead and google their name and guess what they're gonna pop up and you're gonna get to see everything anyway so you ain't gotta pay for it so you don't need to pay for OnlyFans. So if you're paying for it, hey, you do what you got to do. But I'm telling you, if you want to see a particular person, you know their OnlyFans name, you can go ahead and just Google them. And a lot of information on them will pop up. And you get videos, whatever you're looking for, you'll get a lot of it. I don't know how much content you'll get on them, but you'll get more than enough to possibly satisfy your desire to see them alright so what else did we see we saw a whole lot of stuff but we saw athletes take their superstardom and figure it would place them in a veil of protection when they went beyond their perceived personas and act out in uncharacteristic behavior and figuring out you know what ain't gonna be no judgment not gonna be no repercussions if we all remember Shakari Richardson's outburst after losing the race, cursing and just going crazy. If you want to see it? It's on the internet. Go ahead and Google it. But basically, I talked about this earlier. She had saw it, lost a major race after not being able to qualify for the Olympics. And she just went off. She had an outburst. And she lost a lot of money probably behind that. NFL Deshaun Watson sexual assault allegations and one of the most interesting ones this season he's a matter of fact with Deshaun watching his stuff is still pending so I don't know he hasn't played this year but people talk about him playing next year but I more than likely all of this stuff is going to go to trial before he gets to put before he steps on the field and throws another pass and he may not after that I just it's just an observation I'm not saying it's truth, but it's just an observation based on all of the things that are going on. You got 22, 22 people saying, you, you know, you 
you form sexual misconduct and you gotta you gotta forget he works for the you basically are an employee of the NFL and the NFL is they will go through to hell and back to protect their brand which is that shield they all talk about protecting the shield so they are not gonna let no one person dirty their name so they would rather have kick you out of the league than have you run around and have all these different groups after the NFL saying, "Oh, you you guys let you you guys like sexual deviants on the on the on the on the field to play? Is that what we doing? Because they'll lose a lot of sponsorship that way. The NFL not gonna go out like that. So it'll be you before them. So that's something to think about as we keep eyes on this uh, story." As it goes into the offseason and through the offseason and begins into next season camp and then next season. So we'll see. I'll be out there. I'll be kind of monitoring it to see what's going on. But his situation has been real quiet lately. But they once in a while they'll pop up and like, oh, you know, he's he's going to be in the market next year. He might be in, he might be subject to being locked up before the season begins. But they haven't started going to trial yet, I don't think. So I guess they're still trying to put stuff together before they do go to trial. But if they do, man, it's like when people start, when people get together and start corroborating your story, a story about you, and they all sharing the same story, it's kind of hard to get out of that one. Like you say, oh, you're a great guy. Then, okay, that corroborates the story. You're a great guy. But if you're a jerk and you're doing stuff and hurting people or just abusing people what have whatever the case may be then guess what enough people saying the same thing is going to bring realization to all that are listening that there may be some i don't we don't know the whole story but there may be some truth to this situation they're talking about so but like i said earlier another fascinating one is college coaching legend NFL coach Urban Meyer who the league has been chasing forever end up being the coach of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars but after a poor record got fired but he not only got fired for that he also looks like they had terminated him for after a particular loss the team flew out he stayed in the city that they were playing in and he ended up in a bar and he was with a baddie she was all over him giving him lap dances and all that kind of crazy stuff you can look it up guys i'm not making this up you can look it up there's a picture of the girl on it sitting on his uh lap and he looks to be having a good time but he's also married too so it's like bro you should have went back with the team you shouldn't have been doing that and you got caught up you got to realize if you're out drinking and doing all kinds of stuff you and you're a noticeable person uh, socially, then if you wilding out, there's phones everywhere. Somebody going to see you and start fl- snapping pictures on you. So and also he had a run in with a former player that claimed <clears throat> he uh, had physically assaulted him and was yelling crazy stuff at him just verbally abusing him i don't know if he even said i I don't know if he said the n-word i i didn't sorry i didn't find that out 
but it probably was a lot of bad stuff that demeaned his character in the process so as we continue on another thing that we saw we saw how masculinity and I had a story on that early in the season you want to go back and check that out in one of the episodes early episodes of the season of this year in 2021 we okay we saw how masculinity is presented in art form but it doesn't imply masculinity so you ask yourself masculinity what is masculinity masculinity is just what it is it is masculine it becomes clouded when there is a feminine element added such as a dude wearing a dress you see a man in a pair of jeans boots maybe a tank top jacket be it jean dress or whatever it's masculine very manly looking but if you add an element like put the man in the skirt put him in a dress do you define that as masculine that's the question i'm asking you guys i wouldn't is it why because there's a feminine element attached to it okay okay another example see a dude wearing jeans and he's wearing high heels okay you start from the top look at the clothing he's wearing the top jacket shirt okay jeans okay then the last part of the picture is revealed has him wearing high high heels pumps stilettos and then you say that's masculine no it's not because there's a feminine element added to it. The femininity is the woman's shoes. You're going to call that masculine? So I don't know what, if he's doing an art piece or whatever. You know, they say art is subject to interpretation. But if you are defining that particular picture to me, you cannot call that masculine if there is that element attached. So, can't do it guys so also we found out that we can accuse the dead of sexual crimes and misconduct yes we can with the recent and we look back on the recent trial of the Epstein guy and his girlfriend and she has just been convicted gets been convicted of the conduct that you know the missex the sexual misconduct with uh, underage girls and basically you know bringing them to him so for his own enjoyment but since he's dead they can't well they had, he had got arrested but he uh, committed suicide in prison or in jail he was in jail he hadn't gone to prison yet so he was in jail so he he was locked up in jail and he had uh killed committed suicide i guess what the story is it might have been something else who knows but the story the story that's out there is that he committed suicide 
But they got his girl though. Cause she was flying these girls everywhere, helping help, helping them out. You're making them do all kind of crazy stuff with dude. And uh you know, she was a monster for that kind of stuff. That's that's crazy. She was also involved in some of that stuff herself, but mainly kind of instructing the girls what to do when they were with the Epstein guy. So, you know, that's that's really just that's an insane story. But and somebody had to take take the fall for it. So his girl, his ex girlfriend, took the fall for that one. But again. There's another story this year that I had put that I had uh, did on a podcast. It was about a B movie actress, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, how she had accused Wilt Chamberlain, who is deceased and been deceased for quite some time, of sexual misconduct. That she went up to his room, basically made him do. No, she went up to his room and he made her do all kind of stuff with, that she didn't want to do with the old boy. So, but yet now, and as understandable, you tell your story. However, you put that out at the same time you're writing an autobiography that includes the details of those things that happened. What does that do? People want to see it. So it boosts sales. So it's like, how do you come to not tell your story? But at the time you begin to tell your story, you say, oh, yeah, it's in the book. But by the way, this is what he did. But most of it's in the book. You can read about it. People going to want to go get the book and her and her sales are going to go up. I didn't I didn't I didn't I did. Sorry. Blah. I did not check her numbers. But I'm sure they must be pretty good at some point. Maybe I'll go back and take a look. But I didn't I didn't take a look at her numbers to see how how many sales that book had produced behind what she had said. My point, what's my what's your point with that, D? My point is this. The greater the accusation you had made against them was really important. Because nobody should be making you do stuff you don't want to do. But you waited a long time to say anything and at that time unlike those girls who were going through that with the Epstein guy you were an adult and so you could have not waited that long to say something but again she had her reasons for not saying anything didn't want to be blackballed he's a time he's a legend he's a superstar at the time she didn't want to be blackballed and become a become what blackball or blacklisted whatever they do in those circles when you offend somebody or threaten a system or situation I guess that's what I'm thinking so but you but then you bring it around to make it a point when you're doing your book you want to you want to say everything now but she gave, she gave a great she gave a great reason as to why she wanted to to say it now but you know at the situation going to allow you to make money so i guess that's her reparations for that i don't know that's what i'm thinking maybe it's her reparations her chance to get back at him by making money off of him so 
and we as we continue to find out about what we found out what we can conclude and found out in 2021 one thing that interested me is that we're always talking about keeping it real being honest being forthright forthcoming we claim we want the truth we can't handle the truth though when it's given to us even when facts are even when facts are attached we don't we don't like it if it if we think it paints us in a negative light but what we need to remember that is this the truth is the truth and if the facts are attached or accurate it is what it is such is the case of the last stand up of Dave Chappelle if anyone yeah he it, I hope you guys all got a chance to watch Dave Chappelle's last stand up special if you don't you need to go look at it it's really really good but he's one of my favorite comedians why because he always tells the truth about a lot of stuff but he like for me he likes takes us on a journey he paints a picture for us to just see to see why he says what he says but everything he says is always accurate and he always I don't know it's always like it sometimes feels like a lecture but not in a bad way but like he's bringing you into his class and he's going to talk about a particular subject and he just a lot has a lot of useful information that backs up what he says he's not telling anything he's making jokes but at the same time he's not telling anything that's not true that's not culturally true so but after his special a lot of people heard his truths his truths sorry and they didn't like what they heard so they attempted to try to cancel Dave he didn't really care about getting canceled because he said I'm going to say what I'm going to say and I'm going to be who I'm going to be you're not going to change me because you don't like what I say but it's always funny about the comedy but he's one of the greatest comedians out there today there's a lot of great ones in his line of work but for me Dave Chappelle is one of my favorites because honestly he just gives us is the reality of things he gives he take he the expository truth about life in his various cultures and about comedy it's the hilarious irony about it is when the truth is aimed at us a lot of us don't find it funny or uh, a, a good amount of us don't find it funny but yet when that comedy perspective is aimed at other people we laughing our asses off we oh that was funny bro you talked about these people those people you talked about the old dudes you talked about gays you talked about lesbians you talked about blacks you talked about whites you talked about asians you talked about who whomever and whatever in the culture of our society but when it's aimed at us, we feel some type of way about it. A lot of us are able to laugh at ourselves, and that's what we should do. But there are times when we don't laugh at ourselves. That that's not funny, even though if it is true, it's not. We don't we don't think it's funny. That's not funny. That's not funny. 
But you, it, you're okay with laughing at other people, though. And that's what we find out. We have to learn to laugh at ourselves. We can't be so uptight that when we hear the truth, we, we should take wisdom from it. And also, like, you know what? He was right. We were, I was acting an ass. You know? So, as we continue to find out what we found out, by the end of 2021, we learned it was just a remix of 2020. It was challenging. There was no doubt about that. It was a lot of losses, a lot of crosses, tragedies, triumphs, growth, development, life-altering events, self-reflection, lessons learned, lessons applied. As we continue to chase normalcy when things were not normal. We were chasing financial dreams. We were sending up aircraft and spacecraft to explore new worlds. We also saw the explosion and the emergion of a new currency, crypto. And we also saw an end of a lot of errors. Like the death of Tommy Lasorda, Mr. Baseball, uh, Betty White. 80 years in the entertainment business and she passes away at the age of 99 right before her 100th birthday. That was coming up soon. Just a lot of things that were closed, were, you know, the good Lord was closing the book on. So, you know, may they both, uh, I grew up on both of them, so may they both rest in peace and may God rest her soul. And So, in it all, we found out with all of these things that are happening, with all these things that happened out this entire year, from it being a remix of 2020, like 2022.0, even though it's 2021, we found out that we had to focus, had to adapt, we had to learn to enjoy every moment alive, we had to evolve. We had to release toxicity, appreciate, or at least respect people who are different from us, from you, from me, from us as a society. People in Afghanistan are different from people in America. People in Texas are different from people in California. People in New York are different from people in Florida. People in France are different from people in England, and so on and so on, and so on, blah, and so forth. That we have to understand that we are all the same, but yet we're different and we're all the same. We're no different from one another. We're really not. I think the code, the different code, the different societies we live in. In the cultural practices that we have differentiates us. It does. But as being a human being, a human being, we're not different at all. We were all created equal. It's just these different these different things create blurred lines. They create borders that make us believe that we're different. And we're really not. 
because all of the all of the things that involve a human experience we all experience we all share that loving caring hating anger we all share that but I say this as we wrap this up seek knowledge avoid being judgmental let's learn to laugh at ourselves as we laugh at others and we shouldn't be laughing at others but if we laugh at others let's even laugh even more at ourselves let us learn to forgive let us seek to be better human beings and most of all if we are people of faith pray even if you're not a person of faith believe and hope because I can't say everybody walking the planet is a person of faith and of different faiths but I don't know who you pray to because we all have different faiths and different things like that but I know who I pray to but I'm saying seek those qualities to make us better people we got a lot to learn we've learned a lot but we still got a long way to go as a as as humans on this planet and I'm I am uh, confident and hopeful and prayerful that we will do that so that's it guys this is season three episode five and it is a wrap thank you for listening thank you for the entire year it was a crazy year and once again happy new year as we progress into this new year that we do so with a fire and passion and we just learn to treat each other with kindness and respect and keep learning keep evolving like David Goggins has said you are you're you're evolving either you're changing you're changing sorry you're changing you're either getting you're either getting worse or you're getting better but you are changing every single day. So let's change for the better. All right, y'all. This is your boy D with the View from LA podcast, and I'm out. God bless. I'll see you soon.